when blackbirds fly. Well, this is a first for this site, no video games, no programming, but a movie, and during the spooky month, so that can only mean one thing. Yep, a horror movie, and what better movie to talk about than everyone's favorite animated motion picture, when blackbirds fly from Jimmy Screamer Claus? What do you mean you've never heard of it? Released in 2015, When Blackbirds Fly follows Marius and his friend Eden, who live in the town of heaven, surrounded by a giant wall, they aren't allowed to go behind. Then they do. The stuff happens. What kind of stuff? No idea, if only there was a movie you could watch that told you with a trailer on YouTube, that would be nice wouldn't it? Also, as a heads up, there will be spoilers, so if the trailer grabs your attention, or at any point here it sounds interesting, I highly recommend picking up a copy first. Mr. Apple So, who made this, and why? I said so two paragraphs ago, Jimmy Screamer Claus. But who is that you ask? His history is pretty interesting, he's made two feature-length films and a few short films, one, some of which are available to view on his YouTube channel. He also has been making music for a while as well since at least 2003, too, although I haven't listened to much of it outside of Matwa, which is also on his channel. I first heard of Screamer Claus from his first animated film, Where the Dead Go to Die, released in 2012, to an interesting reception. Starting as a short parody of Lassie, called Tainted Milk, 3, eventually, it became an anthology, with two other shorts included. It didn't seem to get good reception though, with the animation being of lower quality or the subject matter it tackles being common reasons, 3, with some people even comparing it to Food Fight, 4, an actual animated atrocity. I still have yet to watch it though, so maybe I'll talk about it another day. Moving back to the Black Flying Bird movie, it actually has some pretty interesting history to it. So it started with something about Peeps Candy and ducks fighting each other and a giant mouth was there too. 5. Eventually, while writing the story, he decided that it would be better to rewrite it with humans instead. 5. Probably a good idea. Apparently, he was obsessed with religious scare films at the time, and rewrote it to involve a cult, lead by a man named Cain, and a bunch of blackbirds trying to save people from his propaganda. 5. The movie took him three years to animate, using Cinema 4D, and a bunch of other apps. The animation was done entirely by him, with a bit of help for the opening sequence, which was done by M. Strange, 5, who also has some pretty unique animations and movies on his channel as well, and has worked with Screamer Claws on other projects as well. Unfortunately, while it seems that Blackbirds was successful, Jimmy struggled to get media attention, claiming that most people found where the dead go to die first, however, People seem to have had a more positive opinion on when blackbirds fly than the former. 5. Of course, plenty more people worked on the movie as well, the full credits can be found here. Pretty much everyone who worked on it I haven't heard of before, but shout out to the best name probably invented by humanity, passenger of shit slash rancid shit wink slash But how is the final product? Is it any good, bad, or forgettable? If only you had a movie to watch and form an opinion on or words to read about another human's opinion on it. The movie starts up with some blackbirds, and they're flying. What happens when they do? Not much it seems. 
After they fly into the mist, we find a flock of the in front of a house being fed. The man feeding them realizes one of them is injured and brings it inside to help it. The man and his with, Daryl and Norma, seem to live happily in heaven and have a bunch of propaganda posters in their house. Norma asks when they'll get approved for giving birth, because apparently, that's a thing in heaven. Thankfully for them, a messenger with armed cops shows up at their house to inform them that they're approved for birth, and even have a carriage ready for them. After getting married, I think, Daryl and Norma head over to Ye Old Worm Pickin' Place to give birth. They decide to name their new son, Marius, and swear to raise him according to Cain's rules, and keep him away from the wall. With their vows said, they move on to the colorful tunnel behind the poster of Cain and are each given a colorful fruit to eat. Like the name of the building states, they now gotta pick a worm. Why, who knows? Norma ends up picking one that's dying due to never being picked or loved. With the worm picked, they now use it in the birthing ritual, and this ritual is something. Daryl and Norma are given a knife and take turns stabbing themselves to bleed into a cup. After that, Norma drinks the blood and vomits it onto the worm baby, which is then picked up by some weird squiggly ball of light that turns it into a human boy. Whatever works I guess? Daryl and Norma attempt to teach Marius about the world and life, which seems to overwhelm and confuse him. They also show him a picture of Cain, which terrifies him, but they seem to think he loves Cain already. They even hang propaganda above his bed. Marius attempts to get used to life in heaven, going to the education center and learning all about why Cain is great and the evil one is a liar and bad. He even makes a friend with one of the kids, a girl named Eden, who has blue eyes, unlike everyone else who is black and white. One day, Marius follows a blackbird he finds to the wall, where a poster falls and reveals a hole to the other side. A land filled with enough color to give you a headache. Marius sees a cat on the other side who asks him for help, claiming it broke its leg when it fell off the wall. Marius does the sensible thing and runs away, only to bump into Eden. After explaining the situation, she asks Marius to take her to the cat. She tries to convince Marius to go with her and save it, which he opposes to. The cops then show up to stop them, and Marius manages to get Eden out of there before they're shot. Unfortunately, this doesn't convince her, and she ends up dragging Marius back there the next night to save the cat. They end up getting to the other side, but the cops show up again and force them deeper into the other side with the cat. Marius and Eden are told to eat some fruit that will turn them invisible and hide them from the cops. Obviously, they're not that stupid and reject the cat's offer at first, until it eats the fruit to show that it's safe and has a seizure. Since that was so convincing, Marius and Eden both eat the fruit, which doesn't turn them invisible but seems to drug them instead. The cat then morphs into a furry with horns and summons a flock of blackbirds to tear the cops apart. Don't think too much about it. The furry lady tells them that they can't go back until the fruit wears off, and offers to show them around the world while that happens. What happens next? You'll have to watch the movie to find out. I skipped over a lot of stuff in this summary, but I highly recommend seeing the rest for yourself, it's just not the same with me explaining it. So what do I personally think of this movie? 
I think it's fucking awesome. When Blackbirds Fly is a very unique experience that is difficult to find in other movies. Lots of the visuals, mostly on the other side of the wall, can get pretty insane and psychedelic at times. The contrast between the two sides of the wall is pretty interesting as well, with the chaotic colors and designs of the outside world, to the black and white town of heaven, where the only color comes from the propaganda, and apparently Eden's eyes and Cain's glasses. The world that is built here is also pretty interesting and makes me wish I could learn more, but I'm not sure if that would be a good thing or not. It's pretty difficult to talk about some of the highlights without spoiling anything but at some point on the other side, Eden gets kidnapped by a goat monster with three mouths and about a hundred eyes, and it's here where we learn a bit more about how the animal people became the way they are, with the goat monster being on the extreme end of their transformations. The town of heaven is also pretty interesting. Obviously, it's an extremely religious town, to a comedic level at times, but the level at which the people have been indoctrinated to love and worship Cain is creepy, but again, pretty funny at times. Like when one guy decides to rant about how much Cain has helped his life, to a propaganda poster. However, the scenes in the school give us an idea of how the citizens are terrified since birth about the dangers of the outside world, and just how frightened the citizens must be at all times. Although I'm still curious about what people in this universe do for work. However, as much as I like this movie, it of course isn't perfect. While the animation obviously isn't perfect either, for the most part it looks good and the characters' movements are good as well, but some moments stick out more than others. There are times when a character will pick up an object or be handed one by someone else, and it will just snap to their hand. Some characters also aren't animated in some scenes, usually background characters. This is noticeable in a scene near the end of the movie where Marius is in the elevator being taken to Kane, and the two guards behind him are standing still while he moves. It can also be noticed while Kane is talking to Marius as he gets down on his knees. There are some effects later in the movie that may be more difficult to look at. When I first finished this movie, I started to get a headache. For the most part, it's not bad, just a bit of a warning. The voices acting for all the characters is awesome, however, it may just be me, but I feel that the character Mr. Apple wasn't recorded as well as the other characters. It's not bad, just sounded off to me at first. The three-mouthed goat monster could also be difficult to understand at times. That's all I got to say about When Blackbirds Fly, despite the animation quality and other stuff I mentioned before, I really recommend checking it out. A lot of horror movies can feel pretty formulaic at times or are a remake-slash-reboot, or both, so it's awesome to see something different and creative. If it looks interesting, I'd also recommend Screamer Claw's short films on his YouTube channel as well. Not sure how many more movies I'll talk about on this site, I just thought this one was interesting enough to mention. What did you think? Have you seen this movie? Did I successfully convince you to check it out? Are you still here? If so, leave a comment, they exist for a reason. References